Welcome, everybody, to the Outside Edge, a podcast about all things extreme. We like to talk about extreme athletes, extreme water sports, and people that like to live on the outside edge. I am your host, Dave Briscoe. And I'm joined by my producer and great friend out in Houston, Texas, Nick O'Donohoe. <laughs> What's up, people? What's up, Nick? What's, What's happening, man? On, you man? had a long drive today with your bent-up shoulder. I did. You know, after the shoulder surgery, I found out that I just had to sit around the house and that the walls were closing in, so I went to my place in Bandera for four or five days. And, of course, and we got that tropical storm shit coming through here, so it's raining everywhere, and I drove right into it. Storm coming through Texas right now? I yeah. didn't know about that. Yeah. It started early this morning, and I think it's supposed to hit uh, – Early tomorrow morning, like the core of it, the back end of the tropical storm, or maybe it's a small number one hurricane. I didn't even pay attention, but it's right. it's pretty bad. I mean, our office at work is closed tomorrow, so it's pretty bad. Oh, right on. Yeah. Well, and you're coming out here, coming out to Florida for a couple of days. Yeah, Thursday, I'll be right? there Thursday, yep. Thursday through Sunday, and uh-oh, it sounds like carnage. Start yeah. drinking my milk now. That's what I'm saying. Buck up on your water, buddy. You need to be hydrated. Jeez. <laughs> you know, and what a weekend I just had. So um, the Wakeboard Hall of Fame was this weekend, and the WWA has its own wakeboarding Hall of Fame that is, there's no brick and mortar yet, but it, it's all internet-based. And uh, a bunch of my students got inducted. So I got a call uh, last Wednesday from a really close friend of mine. So we, we competed on the uh, same team together, um, Team Icon uh, and Team Connolly together. And his wife actually uh, was on our team as well. And it's Jeremy Kovac and Britt Kovac. Uh, and Britt, you guys might remember, is Britt and Ton Larson were the trick skiers uh, from back in the day that were, yeah, everybody remembers Britt and Ton. So um, Jeremy came down this last weekend and we had the Hall of Fame. I mean, Zane got inducted. They haven't had any inductions for the last three years because of COVID and everything else. So Zane got inducted. Kathy Williams got inducted. Uh, Shannon Best. Uh, Jeremy Kovac, uh, Greg Nakrasen, uh, Emily Copeland, Tina Bessinger. Like these are all people that I've coached in the past. So it was it was pretty awesome to be there while they all get in. And I figured if I didn't go, there's no way I'm ever going to get in. So uh, luckily they uh, said my name a couple times. But I've been bugging Jeremy to come on the podcast for a while. And we decided this weekend that we would have his offspring on. And right. today, ladies and gentlemen, I get to welcome to you to the Outside Edge podcast, Remy Kovac. What is up, Remy? I'm good. How are you guys? We are awesome. We're awesome. So you came down for the trip for for Dad's uh, induction into the Hall of Fame. So let's let's go back first. I mean, what's the earliest memory you have of your dad being a competitor? Um, I think it was kind of recent. I hadn't seen him do much before. I'd seen him here and there, like, good on the water and stuff. But I remember when I was, like, I think in grade eight, I came home and there was somebody, like, in our house taking pictures of all, like, my dad's trophies and pictures from wakeboarding. And I was like, what is going on? And it was when he was getting inducted into the Hamilton Hall of Fame. And he went out on the wakeboard and I got to see him do 
a couple tricks and stuff. And it was really cool seeing like what he used to do. And he was doing it for a video for when he was getting inducted. And so that's what probably and that's the first thing. time you saw him ride. Like when you were eight, he's just dad to you right at that point. And then he, all of a sudden, what's this? Was yeah. that what it was like? Right on. That's, that's so cool. So, and, and then finding out about your mom, I mean, did you know your mom was a high end skier at that time as well? Or you probably had no idea. I mean, like my whole life I've known, I just like, it was really only a couple of times that I'd see them like go down a couple of runs, like back and forth on the lake, but like not much. And especially not that I really remembered. And so, and my parents both don't go that often. So it was cool. Yeah. They kind of not- hung it up by then. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. So everybody knows your dad as like a fierce competitor and uh, you know, they know him for what he is. He went hard. What's he like as a dad? Like what's the, what do you see the difference of him being a wakeboarder? And now that you've went to the hall of fame and you saw the accolades, what's he like just as a dad? He, for the most part is pretty similar other than the fact that I, he is a lot softer now. Like he, (laughs) yeah, like he's gotten soft. And he loves having girls. Like, I know he wanted a boy, which is how I got my name because he was very upset that <laughs> he didn't have his boy. But, yeah, he's definitely gotten, like, a lot softer ever since having kids and stuff from what I've seen. Well, you're definitely he, you're definitely his mini-me. Like, just yes. being around you. Uh, you know, I, I think you and I first met probably four years ago. And uh, that we were, you know, that we're, you're old enough to remember who I was and all that. So... But um, do you have the competitive edge that he has? Yeah, I'm not as good at sports as either of my parents. I'm not crazy athletic. But when it comes, I like, I hate not being able to do things. Like, I won't do something if I can't do it. And I see that a lot in my dad because when he can't do something, he gets very mad. And so I'm kind of the same way. And if I can't do something, I just don't do it. And it's kind of the same with him. You know what your dad used to do? So I drive the boat for him a lot, and he was trying Moab fives, and this was probably 1995, somewhere in there. And he missed three in a row. And he goes, Briscoe, give me a double up. He actually wanted a triple up whip, which what a triple up is, is you turn the boat at a 45-degree angle, and you make a kind of a, a wedge of the weight going at each other, and then you whip the boat, you whip the rider into it. And he cuts as hard as he can, and this wake is massive. And he hits this thing flies through the air, opens his arms up and just takes an edge. Whack, like about knocks himself out. And I turn around, I'm like, what the hell was that all about? He goes, that ought to teach me. And that's, <laughs> that's punished himself. <laughs> punished himself for not yeah. making a trick. So he's still kind of like that. Yeah, he'll be playing cornhole with his friends. And if he's losing a game, he'll like put his hand up against the wall and just smack his head on the wall because he'll just get so mad that he's not winning. <laughs> That's my chair. That's drive, buddy. That is drive. <laughs> so what what was it like seeing him inducted this weekend? I mean, that must have given you some chills. Yeah, I thought that was amazing. Like, I loved watching it, seeing him up there. It was really funny, too. But I thought that was awesome, and I was so excited for him. Yeah, it's it's a big deal. So now you did, I, I think you did cross over in some of the talent, because all the time that I used to go up there, I remember your grandfather, Dave, uh, he and I were really tight and amazing musician. I mean, your whole family has been musicians. Your dad plays the drums. He plays the guitar. Yeah, I think he can play the, the keyboard and the piano as well. And uh, you and your sister, Sailor, are, are kind of following that role a little bit. Talk about that for a minute. 
Um, so and I both love to sing. And I got into the drums when I was younger a bit. Uh, my dad used to teach it to me and I got into it. And we've done a bit with the guitar. But I think the main thing with both me and Sailor is singing. We love to do that. Yeah, you have an amazing voice. And I, they were down here this weekend at my house, Nick. And um, we, we had a good we had a great day. I mean, we we looked around the house for a little bit. We shot a little bit of pool. Then, of course, we got, we got on the boat and we went out to the, you know, to the chain and did all that stuff. But then we got to come back and we all grabbed the guitars and we sat around and both girls sang. Oh, you got to be kidding me. I missed that. Oh, oh, oh let's do amazing. it again this weekend. Well, they're up in Canada. They're oh. up in Canada, but. It won't take uh, you long to get there. Just get on the bike. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I should have made you grab the guitar for the podcast and bang us out a song oh, for man. the podcast. Awesome. Do you, do you have a guitar nearby? Do you feel brave enough to rip one out like you did on the couch the other day? I don't know. Oh, you look at you chickening out. <laughs> oh. Jeremy Kovac wouldn't chicken out. He sure Brick, wouldn't. He'd throw Brick down. Brick Larson wouldn't co- chicken out. I'll tell you that. <laughs> go, go get a guitar. Nick and I will cover you for you for a minute. How far away is your guitar? Uh, not too far. Would you do it? Are you going to chicken out on me? I don't know. Here's the simple part of it. Worst case scenario, first off, the video that you're seeing is not being recorded. Yeah. The audio, no- if you don't feel comfortable with it, I can cut it out. It won't take two minutes. <laughs> if right. it turns Do out to be dad? amazing, check that out. Everybody's going to have it. Do I yeah, get my dad to play the guitar? Do yeah, I? if you can get your dad to play the guitar, see if you can get. I don't. I don't think you'll get him to play the guitar. But if you, it, you the one that you did the other day, where it was just the, what did you do on the couch? Where it was just like the one string pluck back and forth. Yeah, that was awesome. That was beautiful. You could do that one, or if your dad wants to play, grab a guitar, grab him. We'll get a guitar. We can hit pause right now and restart, and Nick can edit this all right in. Nobody'll know. Absolutely. All right. What would you rather me do? Get my dad to play. Or see if he will. I don't think he will. But see, I see think if he would. Go right, for it. Go for it. See if you can get him. We'll hit pause right here. Go for okay. it. I'll be right back. This is awesome. I- I'm not going to pause it. We're just going to talk through this whole thing. Talk. Yeah. So this is crazy. So they. So her and her sister, um, Sailor. Uh, Sailor is uh, 17, and Remy is 16. So uh, you know, you figure Jeremy was competing. I don't know when the last event that he would have competed at. It would probably have been 04, 05, somewhere in there. So, you know, you figure that's right around the time that these girls were born. Why are we not interviewing him if he's there? He said he's not going to interview me until I interview Remy first. Because oh. Remy's, Remy's his little mini-me. And it's, it's, it's awesome. Oh, that's good stuff. You remember these guys, right? You remember Jeremy from competing on the tour? I, don't, I never met him. Yeah, you know, that was all after me, but I absolutely remember the name. Yeah. So one of the funny stories is when he and I were on Team Connolly, uh, we had left and gone to Icon because uh, the Connolly family left Connolly, and they started a new company called Icon. And Jeremy and I were the first two on the team. Well, Matt Connolly wanted us to go find some girls because we were shooting video for the next two days. So he was like, Briscoe, you're in charge of finding hot girls. So I went and got the Bud Light. The Bud Light girls were doing an event. And uh, Jeremy and I had to ride in a car together for a long time, and uh, that's when we became friends. There you that's go. When it started. So Remy's back, right? Remy's back. Did, did he come up with you? He did. Yeah. He's got he his did. guitar. I can't he you're, you're suckering me in on this one. Huh? I, I did. I completely sucking you. This is no. This is not your interview, <laughs> though. It's not your interview. But no. Jeremy Kovac is on with us live right now. With awesome. Remy. 
Awesome. Not, he's gonna, he promised he would give me an interview after Remy's interview. So we're just going to drag him into some music right now. So whenever you guys are ready, let's hear what you got. Go for it. All right. Now, this is um, – we don't do this too often. She used to sing several years ago, and I tried to get keep, keep her on it and never really did. But every now and again, I can con her into singing a, sing, a song or two. But anyways, this, this is uh, – yeah, it's my favorite song that she sings. It goes something like this. You ready? Ready. I've heard there was a secret chord that David played and it pleased the Lord. But you don't really care for music, do you? It goes like this, the fourth, the fifth, the minor fall, the major the Bible King composing Hallelujah, 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 Hallelujah. Your faith was strong, but you needed proof. You saw her bathing on the roof. Her beauty in the moonlight overthrew you. She tied you to a kitchen chair. She broke your throne. She cut your hair. And from your lips, she drew the Kovac right there. That's a podium run right there, baby. <laughs> that was and awesome. I love it. That was awesome. It. Thank you. You come from some raw stock. I'm telling you what, between all of your grandfather and guy, I remember playing banjo with you guys and hanging up there. So Jeremy's house, he, he added a, um, you call it a man cave. It's, it's a bar. He, he added one whole room to his house. How big is that room? It's it's got to be 30 by 50 or something like that. It's it's a big room. Yeah, it's it's pretty big. There's a pool table, there's a ping pong table, and there's a full band uh, <laughs> stage set up with everything plugged in, microphones, bass, drums, guitars, whatever you want. It's there. 
and a uh, good place to be be stuck for uh, a, a winter week when I was up there and, and plenty of alcohol. <laughs> so what, what's your plans? So what's your plans with the future? I mean, you're 16 years old. You come from good stock. You got an amazing voice. Which, which, what now? What's next? I really have no idea. Like, I know I want to, I'm wanting to go to school in America. I'm looking at the University of Hawaii, but I really don't know what I want to get into. There's a lot of different, like, things. There's, like, nursing and in the film industry and a photographer and just, like, an actor, like, a bunch of different stuff. Yeah, and- lots, of, lots of variations. So here's what I did with my son when he was your age. So let's say you're going to advance yourself. Let's just go uh, – you're 16. Let's go 15 years in the future. Okay, so you're 31 years old. Where do you want to live? Like, like what part of the world do you want to live in? Um, I'd either want to live like in Canada or like somewhere warm, like all year round. Okay. And you want to live on a lake or on the ocean or in the mountains? Yeah. I'd just around water. Like if I can get this house once I'm older, I'd love to live here. But if not, I'd want to live somewhere warm by an ocean. Okay. Possible. Okay, so th- so this is how I did it with my kid, right? So you figure out what you want at 31, and then you got to find the avenue of how to get it. So what what kind of car do you want to drive? Um, right now, I'd love a Jeep, but oh, Jeep, that's easy. All right, what else? What else costs money, Nick? That we can add to this list? Uh, oh, do you want it? Do you want kids? Yeah. How many kids? Um, three. Three kids. Ooh, yeah, but kids yeah. are expensive the, little critters. They are. They're, they're with that Jeep. I mean, your high-end Jeep. You can get you a regular Jeep, you know, maybe stick shift with air conditioner on one side. <laughs> no, but so you don't want to – I mean, you want to go through your college years and get all that stuff behind you before you get married? Yeah. Or are you ready to go now? Have you got the guy picked no, out? She... No, I like where I want to go and stuff. Yeah. Uh, he's wondering if you already got a guy picked out. Yeah, you got a guy picked oh, out? Like- no, no. Good, good. Focus on don't yourself first. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah, don't do the foolish <laughs> things like some of us. And you know, yeah, I'm not going to get into that. Mess. <laughs> we will definitely screw up your life. No, but you now it, messed up. Nowadays, yeah. we'll teach you what not to do. So just yeah. all you got to do is ask. We'll tell you. Nope, it's not I've a good had idea. A couple lessons already, but there, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got plenty of lessons in that backyard of yours. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that. I, that's, I think that's a cool rule though. I kind of did that with my kids. So then you figure out, okay, how much does all that cost? Like to live in a lake house, you know, it's going to be, geez, 15 years from now, you're probably looking at a minimum of a $400,000 house, which is a mortgage of say two grand a month. So there's your two grand as your base and your car is probably going to be another, uh, you know, 200 bucks a month and your electric bill is going to be another. So, so you do all the math on that and you're like, okay, I've got to make this much money to live the way I want to live. And then you look at your path. And I think, because right now, trying to figure out what the hell you want to do, it's impossible. It's, there's way too much getting thrown at you at 16. You know, I got to do this, I got to do that, I got to do this. And I'll tell you, the biggest thing from my experience is if, I've never worked a day in my life because I absolutely love what I do. You know, I'm on the water every day, I drive a boat around every day, you know, and so that's that's all part of it. But you know, it's really, that you guys, yeah. The, the interesting thing about all the things that she said was, the one that just kind of caught me off guard is the first one she said was nursing. That out of all the listing was the most stable and like you get a degree in nursing. And if you continue you that and you become a practitioner, you can literally 
get in your car and drive till it runs out of gas. By the end of the week, you've got a job wherever you end up. Yeah. You know, true. you start getting into Hollywood and start getting into acting and singing stuff like that. You never know, you know, yeah. you could be that you could have the most talent in the whole wide world. And it, it, you know, you never know if it's going to pay off or not. You have to have the politics, you know, and the good stuff to that. So yeah, nursing's not a bad gig. So I've been married what, to three of them. I mean, two. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently they're hard to keep. Yeah. That, yeah. Well, you know, they're maybe slippery. it's my fault. I yeah. think I'm the common denominator here. What's going on? Could, could be. Could be. I've got two checked off myself. <laughs> <laughs> so what else are you into? Like what, what sports or like, what do you do for fun when you're not down here listening to your dad get inducted? Well, in the summer, wakeboarding is like my favorite thing ever. So you are wakeboarding. Yeah. I'm like nothing even close. I like don't do like all the crazy flips or anything. I just, just getting more used to it and like, like getting really good at the basics so that I can like hopefully do more. But what boat are you riding behind? Um, I think, um, let me go look. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. So now he's probably got a place up there where he's where he's riding rails and you know that kind of stuff. Or is he behind a boat? Or is there a cable area up there? No. So they have a private man-made lake that their her grandfather built, nice. and it's uh it's it's a man-made lake. It's perfect. And there's only how many houses are on that lake? Five, including ours. Five. Yeah. So it's an amazing property, and they've got the it, it's perfect, perfectly so set up. So on your lake, do you have do you have rails set? I mean, you got to bear with me. I'm an old show skier, and when wakeboarding started is when I got out. So Dave and I met when we show skied, and then he got into wakeboarding. Of course, he's you know a hundred years younger than I am, but <laughs> I, I wasn't that much into. So, do you have rails set up on your lake? Is that what I'm? Am I saying that right, Dave? You know what I'm talking about? Where there's yeah, jibs and rails. Jib, uh, jibs. That's what I was looking for. Uh, no, we don't have any of that. It's just. The water we have a slalom course but that and we used to have a jump but that got taken out a while ago and now it's just a slalom course do you have there must be some cable parks near you not too far away have you ever been to a cable park yet um not like where i've actually gone out on it yeah so but that's good you get your base down because you know if you think about it when your dad and i started the at the beginning there wasn't any flips on a wakeboard anyway nobody was doing any flips yet so our base got really strong before we started doing inverts yeah. And that's that's what makes you so solid. So what you're doing is perfect right now. So what you're doing 180s and probably toe 180s and wake to wake jumps. Yeah, I'm like my dad like makes me practice the wake to wake like a lot, and we just keep letting the rope out further and further. And I've tried doing like uh, the 180, and I'm getting there. <laughs> nice. That's that's where you well, need to be. You know, there's a pretty good coach down in Florida here that likes you. And, uh, you know, maybe we could talk them into getting you over the hump. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, hey, who do you think made your dad so great? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I had to throw that in there. My bad. That was my bad. Actually, and your mom was a good wakeboarder. When when Britt went over to um, wakeboarding, because I was there for that at the beginning. I was helping her a lot with the the beginning flips and and getting her going. But, uh she, and I don't think Tawn, her sister, your your aunt, I don't think she ever wakeboarded, did she? I've never heard of her wakeboarding or anything. Yeah. I know my mom did of it, but right. So that's awesome. So you wait. So what, uh, how about the winter time? What are you doing in the winter? Um, we'll go skating on the lake or 
you get good enough ice right there in your backyard to skate? Yeah. And you guys, do you make a hockey rink and all that? Does dad? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Wow. Yeah. So Jer- Jeremy still plays as well. I mean, he was playing down in West Palm for a bit when when we were down there. See, um, for me, that's shit. That's amazing. Going up there, so you have that you have the summer where you can water ski and then you can ice skate on the lake. I- I've never participated in that because December, January, February here in Texas, I'm sweating my ass off. I'm just yeah. saying. So I think it's kind of cool. I want to live in that atmosphere up in the mountains and have a lake and, you know, be able to, you know, be posted up with a beautiful woman when I can't go anywhere for three weeks because it snowed so much, you know. Yeah. That sounds like good life to me. That's, that's When I went up to see them, uh, it was three or four years ago. that you. So, oh, you know what? T- talk about the event that your dad does every year that I came up to. That's a cool event. Uh, we have a volleyball, water volleyball tournament where – we lay out a big tarp, and it's not in the lake yet. We just lay out a big tarp on the grass, and everyone puts tents around it in their trailers and stuff. And it's the like the water's like two two feet deep, maybe. Yeah, about. And yeah, so they just set that up, and then it's a for the long weekend. And so the first day it's just partying and drinking, and then the second day it's the whole volleyball tournament, and then the last day a band comes and plays, and everyone just. But it's a benefit. At the end of the day, it's yeah. a benefit. Yeah. So. Talk about that part of it. Um, my dad, I know every year we like donated. It's been to different places. There was when I was in grade eight and we had our grad trip to Ottawa. There's a lot of kids that like couldn't afford to go. And so my dad donated a lot of the money to the school so that the people that couldn't afford it could either get like fully paid for or like half paid for and stuff. So, yeah, so it's always a donation and it's a fundraiser basically that they're doing and over a hundred people will come to this thing and it's it's just a big volleyball tournament what he does is he's got a flat enough backyard that he does haystacks all around the border and then does visqueen over it and it's big it's probably 60 by 100 it's a massive pool and then there's a volleyball net in it you have all all the the ropes and everything and and where out of bounds is a float isn't it floating ropes yeah of the out of bounds and you just you're in tournaments all weekend with the cocktail in your hand. It's, yeah. it's and you sit on the haze bat uh, bales. And there's like floaties all around the like volleyball court area because there's like extra space. Yeah, so, and so, people just sit in the water too. So see, I would just be a spectator. Being five five, I wouldn't even be able to hit the bottom of the net. And you started drinking first, I'd have been out of there. You need <laughs> you might need a snorkel just to play volleyball. <laughs> I'll bring it next time. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's good stuff. So yeah, and I th- so this year I uh, I Jeremy when he left he promised me that we're gonna do a snowmobile trip this year. So oh, do you ride a snowmobile? I normally just go on the back of my dad's. Okay, well maybe this year you'll, you'll get to grab your own. When do you get to start driving up there? Uh, I actually I just got my G one like the day before we left to go to Florida. So what's which a G1? is one? It's like your beginners. And how long do you have to have that before you can get your license? Um, either eight months if you take driving school or a year if you don't. So did you take driving school? Yeah, I'm going to be taking it. So so when will you get your license? I bet you know the date to the T. Uh, yeah, actually, we left. I think I got it September 2nd, so May – or no, September 7th, so May 7th. I should get my G2, which is like – the second stage to getting your full license. So it's just like, there's some restrictions. Wow. 
So when I come see you next summer, you can come pick me up at the bar when I'm too drunk to drive. <laughs> yeah. That's a big deal. DD, designated deal. driver yeah. right there. That's yeah. That's a big deal. <laughs> he better right leave on. you a big tip for doing that, though, right? Yeah. I'm not if, cheap. If you get a Jeep, <laughs> get one of those scramblers so you could just pour him in the back instead of putting him, you know, there, there might be, you know, some upchuck or something, you know, you never know. <laughs> Put him in the back of the truck. Or hook the trailer up to it with nothing on it, so you just throw him <laughs> on that and drag him out. That'd be fun. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. A dolly. <laughs> so just lay it down. Put me up, scoop me up on the dolly, just lay me on. That's exactly the dolly right. Down. We've done that before. I'm just saying. Well, we threw Tim Skippy Miller away once in a garbage can <laughs> on the chain legs. So we threw away a perfectly good Mexican. Poor Skippy. He's he's in good shape though. He's okay. Yeah, he's back. He's back. <laughs> we didn't he's leave him there. We came back, and got him. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Skippy. So, without do, do you want to do anything with your wakeboarding? Or do you think you want to make, like maybe someday compete in it, or are you just doing it for fun? Um, when I first started, because all my life, Sal and I kind of both like hated, not hated, but did not like having to go out, and it would just be on two skis. And every once in a while, like three times a summer, my dad would be like, "You guys are going out today. Like you have no stay," and they just like make us go out. But they didn't push us too hard to like do it if we didn't want to for the most part but then I went with my mom to the masters in I think 2019 and uh once I like saw that I was like got super inspired and I was like I want to do that yeah you've got the body for it too like you're in good shape you got a good core strength why not I know so yeah I started getting really into it once that summer came and then the following summer I was going like twice a day um at least once and then this summer I didn't go as much, but like I know, like I like I, I love doing it, and everyone knows how much I love doing. Like all of my friends. Right on. Nice. Well, maybe it's uh, seriously open invitation. If you want to come down for a week this winter and train, I would happily work with you. I would love to come down to Florida and train with you. All right. Well, you gotta talk talk the old man into it, and we will do it. Yep. He talked me what last time. Fun? Last time before you get into that. Last time I went down there, now you got to realize I'm in my late fifties, right? I haven't been on water skis or barefooted or done anything. And we're standing there and his, his dad, my dad's, yeah, my, yeah, yeah, it was was a a celebration of life for his dad's memorial. So the sun's going down. He looks at me and he goes, one more barefoot run for my dad. How am I going to tell him? No, I had, I mean, I haven't been on skis in 30 years, like (laughs) twice your age. I haven't been on water skis. So we get out there and we go out and we barefoot. I mean, it was a great, great, got it on videotape. It was really great. But he got me out there to do that. So if you came down for a week, he'd have you stepping up the game. I'm sure he would. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's fun. And so t- your sister is also singing. And I know she's not really into the, the water sports that much, right? No. No. Does she, does she get behind the boat at all? Does she do any kind of skiing? Yeah, she actually started wakeboarding before I did. I used to only go out on two skis, and I started doing the slalom course on two, and I wanted to start slaloming. And at that point, like, they just wanted me to try wakeboarding, and I did, and I fell, and my foot came out of the boot, and I think I sprained my ankle. (laughs) And so I was like, I'm never doing that again. (laughs) But then, and so Sailor started doing it, and she'd jump a bit, like, not wake to wake or anything, just, like, a bit of air. Um, But it was not often very much, and then I got into it. and So you could jump? You could go bigger than her now. Yes. <laughs> See, and that's the way it always, you, you always hear the success stories of world-class people. The first time I did what I did, I sprained my ankle or I broke this or I, I couldn't get up, I fell. And that determination of that drive that you needed to get 
past that level, here you are. So yeah. you're going to be inducted in about 10 years. I can <laughs> see we should, we should, should probably get inducted before me still. <laughs> hey, Maybe we'll get inducted together. That'd be cool. Yeah, Will you help me up on stage by that point? <laughs> yeah. I'll be all crumpled over. <laughs> with your walker? Yeah. <laughs> She'll have the same dolly that she picked me up at the bar with. <laughs> That's awesome. Right on. Well, what do we should we should we wrap? I mean, we can. I mean, we've we've only been running for about thirty minutes, so you know. Yeah, I I, I don't. You have any other questions? I mean, we we're talking we're talking Remy Kovac here. This is this is a legend in the making right now. Like, <laughs> you know how what? Can she miss this is this is no joke because this is one of those things. Like, I don't know, uh, Remy. You're so young. Uh, Cypress Garden started. What was it? Way back in the late thirties. 37. Okay, so that's when water skiing actually started. Dick Pope actually started water skiing and started Cypress Gardens. One of the guys that was part of that just shortly after, his name is Joker Osborne, and he's in his late 80s. We just did a podcast with him, and it was one of the most amazing things. So we had, this would be so unbelievably amazing. So you have to be world-class now. You got to set your goals way up here because we had this guy that told stories about how water skiing got started. This guy was one of the first guys, I think one of five that learned how to barefoot. Nobody in the world has ever done it. He's one of the five that did. And then yeah. he won nationals and worlds in the same year, which I, and, I don't even know how many people. Was people it masters ever done. too? He, nationals and masters? Or, yeah, maybe nationals. Or, I thought they had a world's tournament yeah. back way back then. Yeah. yeah. This guy's one of the, I, I think they said he's the only one that's ever done that. So we have right. all this world-class stuff going on on our podcast, and now we have you. Now you're a part of it. So now you, you're a part you of it. See, you can't you can't miss now. So 20 years yeah. from now, when you get inducted, we're going to play this. You know, at oh, the it's induction. 20 years now. It was 10 a minute ago. Well, did I say what I say? <laughs> I took a sip of beer. Well, Sorry, he, he, <laughs> you got to be. Actually, it probably will be more like 20 because you got to be retired before you get inducted. Well, that's what I'm saying. You know, let her run 10, 15 years because she's so young. She gets close to 30. Boom. She's won so many records and she's got trophies and all this stuff hanging in her room, buying her house on the beach, yeah, getting her Jeep. You know, she got all these guys throwing money at her. Beautiful, you know, six foot buff, you know, young bucks with all this money. I'm far from six foot. Yeah. She, no, I'm talking about the guys that are just pawning oh, over oh, you. The guys that are hitting on you. The guys that are hitting on you. Yeah. You look at us short little five foot guys, you're like, got plenty of them guys. I'll put you in my pocket. You're so tiny. But that's how that works, man. That is actually how that works. Yeah. And then Dave and I are going to be right back in the game with our little walkers. <laughs> right. Like the two old puppet guys up in the balcony. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to see it. Hey, check Dave over there. He's drooling again. <laughs> so is this your first podcast? Yeah, I've never done anything like this. See, oh, there you go. That's this it. Is, yeah. Getting rich doing this shit now. Yep. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's actually kind of silly to me, but... Here we are. Here we are. Here we are. Telling our stories. It's a great idea. I love how you like started like advertising more of the water sports because I hate how it's like gone a lot less popular from when it first came out. Like I wish it was still as popular. And so I like how this is kind of talking about it more. Your See, dad and I were really real fortunate to be in when we were because I mean the X Games were going on. It was on TV all the time. We were, 
Yeah, we were almost household names at the time. And now I feel bad for these kids that are trying to come up and wakeboarding because what do you got other than social media? Yeah. You, you got no avenue. Yeah, so. everybody's just YouTube and stuff and trying to keep it going. And, I mean, it's out there, but because of the Internet, because of cell phones and because of all that stuff, it's so easily accessible and free, you know, it was hard to go to. People started going to tournaments instead of watching them on the, you know, because you can watch all the tournaments now on the Internet. Yeah. live so why bother going you know and that money that income that revenue stream is going 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 so you could build and have more tournaments you could go you know and all that stuff and it's 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 hard to keep that going these days yeah. are you big into social media um yeah more so just like communicating with my friends like i'm not someone that's like posting all the time of like what i'm doing and all that like well i'm just curious because of your music because you, you're i mean your music is amazing and your voice is amazing thank you. Do you do you push that at all on social media to try to get recognized recognition or try to get no i just think for fun right now i don't i don't really have the confidence to do that kind of thing i don't know because it's like really hit or miss with like and that kind of industry just like music and stuff like that where it's like i feel like to go far it's like you really have to be like really good especially nowadays with social media and stuff and so wait till you I, see how many hits you get after singing on this podcast yep there you go this could be like joe rogan launch for you imagine yeah we got to get him on the podcast get him and her yeah. on the podcast he'll get her he'll get her in there. <laughs> absolutely absolutely <laughs> we always have to throw a joe rogan you know deal in there hopefully yeah, one day one of his guys will hear it and go hey let's listen to these guys oh these guys are pretty funny let's do it him and Adam Sandler. I, I, every time Adam Sandler thinks he can talk New England better than me, well, he can't. Son, that son of a bitch. I, I could teach him how to speak New England way better. <laughs> that accent always cracks me up. I love it. <laughs> it's wicked easy. I think I would probably marry a girl if she had that accent. Regardless, oh, don't do it. Run away, run away. They're evil. They're, they're, they're wicked evil women. They're... You need a good, like a Midwestern or Canadian. Like she's Western Toronto. The girls around there are nice. They cook for their husbands still. See, she has a Southern accent. Her draw is not. She doesn't have a Southern accent. It's not Canadian. <laughs> she's not saying a. Well, that's true. She's educated. There we Edumacated. go. See, educated. <laughs> she's got the credentials. How come you don't say a? Your dad says a a lot. I don't know. I feel like I just. I never really got into saying like it wasn't brought around me enough. Like I normally catch on to like what my friends say and stuff like that. And so I don't know. My friends just never really said it much. And so I feel like if I were, I do rarely, but sometimes, but it tends to feel kind of forced when I do, like depending on the. Do your friends, is that kind of a redneck thing in Canada to, to talk like that? Yeah. Like we have like, I live in Waterdown. And so at my high school, we call them the Waterdown Hicks. And it's like <laughs> the like Hicks of our school. And they all like say a, and talk like Canadians, like Canadians. And so, yeah. so well, you ought to be able to throw out that Canadian accent, just like he does. Every time he does that new England thing, it just cracks me up. I love it. Can you do a, can you do a, a, a hick accent? I don't think so. I've kind of like my friends and I will try and like imitate them, but it's just doesn't like the trailer park boys. Yeah. Oh, what's, the, what's the new one they got? Uh, 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 Kenny letter. Kenny. Oh, I love Leonard Kenny. I used to watch that with my dad all the time. So do they? They do a thick Canadian accent, yes, don't they? Yes, they do. So can yeah. you do one of them? Like I don't even know what that sounds like. I can't even like picture it in my mind. Like, uh, hey, I got a new car, eh? Uh, we're going to the store, get some beers, eh? Is that uh, it? 
No, it's thicker than that. I stumped. They say bud a lot too. Oh yeah, right. Hey bud. Hey bud. Yes. Hey bud. <laughs> Let's go get some beers, eh? Yeah. That, that was almost New England and Canadian. Yeah. See, we and if you throw in that old Texas drawl, that we're we're us us redneck Texans, we slow down. And we talk like this, and hey, how you doing? And we say y'all a lot, <laughs> but you gotta slow down because people can't understand you in Texas because they're stupid. <laughs> and, and Texas always has that S in there. Oh my they god, never miss that S. That S comes out strong <laughs> in Texas. I got a couple buddies of mine. It's like, dude, if you don't speed up your talk, I'm gonna be drunk and forget everything you said. <laughs> it's so funny. Right on. One thing well, that I have picked up on saying is y'all. Like, I say that all the time now. Which you is, say y'all? Y'all. Y'all, yeah, I say that all the time. Where did you pick that up? I have no idea. I think, I, I really don't know. I just, I started saying y'all, and now it's part of my daily vocabulary. See, Texas is <laughs> contagious. You got to love it. Yeah. Y'all. That's a whole South. Why don't y'all come on down and get yourself a soda pop? I wonder where the <laughs> line is that, that separates rednecks from hicks. Because the North is definitely, they call them Hicks. They don't call them Rednecks up there. I wonder, is the Mason-Dixon line the Redneck-Hick line? Could be. Could be. Or it's Canada. Because it's, it's always Canadian hot down below the Mason-Dixon. Right. So that's but you why don't have Hicks. You don't have a lot Rednecks of cowboy hats. Up. Well, I don't know. Canada wears cowboy hats, too. Oh, well, they're big into country. Yeah. Big into country up there. That, that keeps yeah. the Redneck, that keeps your neck not being red. Got to wear a cowboy hat. right on well i think we're gonna wrap this one i'm uh remy i can't thank you enough for coming on the podcast and thank uh, you so much for having me on it oh the pleasure meeting you remy you're awesome i can't wait for you to win all the awards i'm ready i can't Um, can't wait (laughs) i can't believe you talked your dad into getting the guitar that's awesome (laughs) i am so posting that i don't care it's going it's going on it was beautiful you sang beautifully Thank you. I was very nervous. <laughs> That's all right. You did great. You did great. You did awesome. So make sure you you help share us on the uh, social media with this, and uh, you know yeah. help help promote it. And as I tell everybody that listens to the podcast, please share, subscribe, like, tell all your friends about us, and we'll keep this podcast growing. Um, we are going to look into start doing some live video stuff. Um, Nick and I are, are talking about doing a live night where we can have people interacting. So um, as we're talking about a topic, you'll be able to be there with us. You'll be able to ask us questions, and we'll be able to maybe get some funny stuff out that's happening in your life. And uh, we're looking forward to getting that going as well. So on behalf of Nick O'Donohoe, thank you again, Remy. Thank you so much. And we will talk to you all next time on The Outside Edge. Perfect. That was beautiful. Ran was about easy. 40 minutes. That's good. Yeah. Good timing. Perfect. Remy, that was amazing. Great, great, great Thank job. You. Really great job. I can't wait to get this. I'm probably going to have this choreographed and everything by the end of the day tomorrow. So, so I, I don't know. Do you listen to podcasts at all, Remy? Um, I do sometimes, like in the car with my mom, but. Okay, so this is ours is just called The Outside Edge. I don't know if you've ever listened to it before, but there's there's a ton of them on there. Your mom will probably love a lot of our episodes because we talk to a lot of skiers. Um, My friend was here earlier today, and she knew that like I was going to do this, and she was like trying to search you up to like 
fine. And she was like, is it going to be like live? Like, can I like watch it? And she was like trying to find it. Like, I know she wants to see it. Oh, uh, right on. See, that, that would be, be cool. We're going to do, we're going to start doing some live yeah, stuff. We'll get you back stuff. on. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Say hi to your, everybody that is there. I know them all. I will. <laughs> Thank you, Remy. <laughs> nice so to much. meet you. You're welcome. You too. Love you, kiddo. Bye. I love you. See ya.